0: A How
1: about you? Had
2: a great weekend, great week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, got a lot of shit to get into.
1: Jay, ready? Take out the trash.
3: Sleepy weekend, Grant Mills. I was sleepy all fucking weekend. The cold weather and the rain. Did you get some cold weather and rain yourself?
2: I think everybody did out uh, this way. Yeah. Uh, pretty uh good snoozing weather.
3: Yeah, good snoozing weather. Nice and comfy. Got into, uh, I've been into Yellowstone. Is that a show you would watch? No. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> An emphatic no. No, no, no. Eh.
2: Doesn't appeal to me. Wis is coming uh coming in. Coming what the fuck is he doing? He's coming by. He's gonna be here. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. So Yellowstone, you're into Yellowstone. How long how is fun.
3: how long have you been into this show? Ah, this is a recent uh addition to my television watching, which I don't really even do much of, but everybody's talking about it. And I'm big uh Wyoming and uh montana fan i like that area of the country i've been there it's beautiful it's a fucking stellar you know what i'm not going to give it rave reviews people need to watch
1: it i think it's uh i think it's okay i mean it's it's okay the that uh, the breaking bad um what's another
2: one walking dead oh yeah um these fucking shows people going like it's so much hyped i'm like you know i don't even want to fucking watch this shit. i'm never gonna see this shit breaking bad I'm not, i don't want to see it i'm never gonna see it just fuck you game of thrones not gonna see it never want to see it fuck you like people have talked it up so fucking much like there's no way i'm like i don't give a fucking plus i don't have like hours on hours to waste oh, yeah. on this shit
3: god game but, of uh, good, good call fuck, on that fuck yeah, that, that you know what i try to watch the first couple episodes of that and i can see why nerdos really get into it man but that show is such a deep dive like you have to know i think we've even talked about this before but there's so many characters we've talked about it with video games and i think sometimes too much of a good thing is not a good thing i mean there's characters that get killed off and then they have another character and then there's a new dynasty if you have that much time to invest in a fucking show Man, you have too much time on your hands. I
1: don't have that kind of time.
2: Yeah, do something else. Jesus, fucking. Yeah, all this TV like, watching all this shit. No, no, no. man. You know, we talked about this this uh, this weekend being kind of a nerdly weekend. I told you, I'm I really like uh, <laughs> I'm a, I got a man crush on the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I guess. But um, no, with the uh, with the uh, the satellite radio has gotten me into a lot of like shit that I normally wouldn't listen to I guess sure and so with the red um, you know with this channel it's kind of cool because like you know we're talking about all the other shows but there's this one song man uh tell me baby so I'm sitting there listening to it it first comes on I'm like oh I don't know about this and then all of a sudden it's like they they flip it to like oh that's kind of cool but then later on they go back to the melodic shit and it's even better so I don't know. They're like they like if if uh, if suicidal tendencies were really really good uh, a more band that's not as popular but like could have been them. I don't know. Weird uh, correlation, but
3: no nah, good correlation. Yeah, Chili Peppers, man. One, I, we mentioned it. One of my favorite bands growing up. Soundgarden always gonna be number one. I always have to slide them in. But uh, man, yeah, Anthony Kiedis, good voice, Flea, good entertainer. They were uh, they had a good variety too. All their songs were uh, and albums really kind of uh what's a good word a good mix they had a good sound had a good rock sound but they kind of had a good vibe chill sound they can, too they can have,
2: they they went a lot they of can different like things. everything like you got Flea yeah, got with the like bass tapping and, and then like they get really funky like suicidal has that they got, like that suicidal like sound um like that bassist i can't remember his name i think he went to metallica though but um, that he was like he's like him and uh but man they just have a different They just, they can like get off into some shit that's not what you think they are. And it's still good. Like you got bands that like try to do that shit and they just can't do it. But like they'll get off into some shit that's totally different, but it's actually good.
3: Yeah. Good psychedelic sound and a little hip hop and, uh, Rock. It's uh, it's hard to span all those genres, and uh, they did it very, very successfully. And uh, Anthony Keita's still going strong. Yeah. I'll, per your recommendation, I sound like a corporate email, but uh, yeah, I checked out some of his interview clips on uh Rogan. Man, dude, like you said, most got to be a candidate for one of the most interesting guys in the world. What a character!
2: Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I what? think we got, I think we got a Wish. Oh shit! Sure. Oh, let's see,
0: Wish. <laughs> I know I don't know about that entrance music, that's, that's kinda of some bullshit. Oh, you don't like that? Uh, I guess that's
2: kinda
0: of cool, but
2: how's your weekend, man? What the fuck did you get into? I was
0: full of stormy and stuff. I didn't do too much, you know. Oh, I caught up on some food, but I don't much fucking home board. Y'all don't know about my boys, motherfucker. I don't like, but I love
1: Joe so Burrow. Man, I was
2: disappointed, <laughs> but the f- it's so fucking top heavy. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do, dude? That's just a fucking amazing team right there. The Bengals, man. They just fucking. There's no stopping them. Damn. There's no stopping them, man. With chat with the with the Bills, man. The problem with them. Fucking Von Miller went down. That defense is nothing. They have they have no D, man. Their D fell off.
0: Oh, my D don't
1: fall off, there.
2: Right? <laughs> but their D straight fell off after he got hurt, right? So they have no defense, no running game. The only receivers is like, uh, you got Diggs. He's awesome. Beasley came back. Josh Allen's a fucking warrior, man, but he can't do everything. Can't yeah. play defense and offense, okay? So that's why. and Their uh, D, D,
3: started D started off so hot, too, man. Their D was great earlier in the season. Um, yeah, I had him on the fantasy squad, and, I mean every week I was winning with my defense. So, yeah, it stinks. I think we were kind of uh, low-key Bills fans on the show, but what can you do at this point?
2: Nah, man, I'm, I'm a Bills fan for real, man, because I'm like, fuck, I want them to go, but now, I mean, you know, um, like I said, it's so fucking top-heavy, dude, like, you got fucking the Bengals, Kansas City, I mean, most likely, if they would have beat the Bengals, uh, they probably still would have uh, lost to Kansas City, you know, I mean, yeah. but, mm, 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 you know, it is what it is, man, it's, they're, they're. Pat Patrick is just—he's amazing. So, what yeah. can you say about that guy? How can you, you know, beat that guy?
3: We talked about it earlier in the uh, football season. The Bills, Buffalo. Have you ever been to Buffalo?
2: I have not. Uh, didn't you have either. to go for like? Oh, you don't. You didn't have to go for any business or anything.
3: I didn't go to Buffalo proper. I've been up up close to it for for work before. It's cold as fuck up there very cold yeah that's uh it's always weird to see people in states that don't have a professional team how they migrate towards a team because you were always a raiders fan right
2: yes but not anymore fuck them <laughs> <Yep>. I, <laughs> no, i'm a raiders fan i'm just not um uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm not claiming them right now
3: that's no, fine I, I don't blame you i, I mean i always i love the vegas move i mean that's a what a fucking city to have a pro team in but yeah I don't want to claim them but the silver and black attack fucking sharp looking
2: yeah yeah I mean it's kind of like the same thing with Dallas but at least they've had Super Bowls in the 90s the last Raiders Super Bowl was like 80 81 or something so uh yeah I mean you know whatever but uh so
1: probably uh we'll get into the picks later on I don't know what these collars out here. First collar that I'm seeing, y'all, looks like a Raj
2: in, um, Raj. North, 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 North Khaki. Hey, this is
0: Raj. About this way, I want to ask you, uh, Uh, Football, what are you thinking for uh, this year and how do you think it, they will do with Jeffreys? Uh, I would think he's a.
2: Oh, Hugh Freeze. I don't know if we've really uh, got into this. I hope, man, more hookers. So,
1: <laughs>
2: probably not, though. I think Hugh's learned his lesson. And, man, that's this is probably the most promising hire they've had as of late. So, yeah, I would think he can do pretty good. This one coming up is probably going to suck, of course. They're not going to do too good, but that's all right. It's none of his guys. We'll see what uh, what he does in the next two to three. Yeah. and uh i think uh he'll uh it'll be good
3: yeah we haven't really done a too deep of a dive on a uh, hugh freeze hugh freeze that's like a fucking batman name but um, <laughs> the freeze, attack. Hugh freeze, brain freeze um yeah yeah i mean good hire we talked about it a little bit I, we, I think on this show we knew that was coming auburn tried to play a little sleight of hand and pretending it wasn't but Man, you know what it is, it's when you give a younger guy, and relatively in coaching terms, when you're 30s, 40s, whatever the fuck they are, you give him the reins. he's making multi-millions, he's the head of a fucking university, dude, do you not think most of those guys are doing shady shit behind the scene, come on, I mean, he just got busted doing it, so, but you get your slap on the wrist, you go to, you know, fucking Liberty for a few years, you come back, you learn your lesson, and he's not gonna fuck up again,
2: <clears throat> I hope not, man. That'd be really stupid. Well, oh. he was really stupid anyway. If you're you, you you just what are you doing? Like, come on, man.
3: I hope he does fuck up. I hate Auburn, so
2: use <laughs> a burner this time, Hugh. A burner. You heard of a burner phone? <laughs> you can go to Walmart. and had a fucking straight talk phone with cash. Okay? And that's probably what you'll want to do. Track phone, Metro PCS, I don't know. One of them fucking things. You know? it's pretty easy to do did you fucking want to get caught because that's what it fucking looked like that's just really really fucking dumb
3: do you think it yeah do you think it's uh you you think it's just fucking ignorance like you're on top of the world and you're like that'll never happen to me let me use my university issued fucking cell phone nobody's looking at this
2: yeah a little bit of braggadocious yeah Yeah. probably a little bit of that but that's just
3: just feel untouchable and that's what i think man i think when they get to that point they feel untouchable and uh, he was doing some touching on his fucking, uh, getting that hook up on the phone. Yeah, that, that made me laugh the most. The goddamn university-issued shit. Not even his personal shit. Come on. Yeah, man.
2: What are you thinking about, fuck Shit. Let's go ahead and go to Jerry. Uh, Jerry in Knoxville. Let's go ahead and go to Boris in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
0: Hey, Phil, I just want to know I'm Boris from Pittsburgh, PA, and what is your guy's story?
2: Uh, Let's go ahead and get the phone. Let's go ahead and go to Harriet and tell what the fuck is going on the phone tonight. Tied Harriet. Uh, Harriet will be back for the USFL. She's such a football chunky, but she's one of these Bama fans that, you know.
3: Yeah, she's. Sweet. If it's not
2: a championship, we ain't fucking doing anything. Yeah,
3: Harriet's call was the most normal out of the last few, but <laughs> God love her. And, uh, you know, I've got a USFL, XFL breakdown coming in a little bit. What is? Uh,
2: are they both starting in April, or is it – uh I know the USFL is April, right?
3: Yeah, you know what? I can give you some cliff notes if you like. XFL is starting February 18th, so we're actually less than a month away from the XFL kickoff. Um, oh, US... nice. Yeah, they're starting in good timing too, by the way. They're going to wait until after the Super Bowl is done and then uh automatically loop you back into football. Uh, that is USFL excellent. Yeah, man, and USFL is April fifteenth, so you've got a two month difference there between XFL and uh, uh, USFL. Man, I also look to XFL is going to be ABC, so all their affiliates, ESPN, ESPN two, uh, that's going to get a lot of fucking coverage. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, man. Yeah, that definitely. is US. You look at the USFL has got Fox, NBC, and. Uh, you know, biggest difference that I looked at, you've got eight teams apiece, there's a couple of rule differences, but XFL's got that seventy man roster, whereas you've got a forty five man on USFL, and the players are getting paid almost sixty grand a year with benefits in the XFL. That's not bad for a uh you know, minor league football team. I mean that's Yeah, actually, like semi pro. Yeah. That's a, a working job and benefits and then the xfl they had a meeting in december made some changes but they were getting paid a little less usfl did sign i think almost everybody to two-year contracts because they didn't want the xfl jump all their players coming in the year after and then jumping to xfl but man I, i'm actually excited for the xfl i think the with the rock behind it they've got the money um I just think they're gonna do better i think the usfl after their three-year term with fox ends i think it folds
2: yeah um i think they'll do better i mean uh usfl
1: eh, eh, i mean right now they uh they both have the best and uh everybody wants football
2: you're in a very good place right now to make uh all these leagues work actually, so uh, I think uh, the good thing is we're not. We'll have picks all the time now, pretty much. Love and it, and you know, yeah, we can maybe get into some fantasy stuff or whatever happens. Uh, we can get into it, you know. I'm not really a numbers guy. I got some Asian, but I missed out on the uh, math chromosome or some shit. I'm not really good with numbers
3: at all. I know you. You're pretty good with numbers, man. I ain't. I ain't got it. I'll be crunching them sometimes. I think, you know what? I'd actually be interested to see if uh, XFL and USFL do some fantasy shit. We can join that if they do. Um, XFL's a Texas heavy league. Like I said, eight teams. You got three out of Texas. Arlington Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, San Antonio, the Brahmas. Uh, what do we else do we have? The Orlando Guardians, DC Defenders, C- the Seattle Sea Dragons, St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Vegas Vipers. I kind of like the Vegas Vipers. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Couple of uh familiar names too. You got Hines Ward coaching San Antonio and Bob Stoops coaching Arlington.
2: Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh Bobby Stoops.
3: Yeah, some Bobby. of these people kind of wonder what happened to them and uh they're making their appearance back in these uh leagues. Who do you have for uh Birmingham and USFL, Houston? Houston's got two teams. They got Houston and a uh, USFL and XFL. I don't uh, think any of yeah, New Jersey, Michigan, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Looks like USFL has got more of a uh, East Coast kind of vibe there, and a little a little Midwest, Michigan, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. So Pennsylvania representing where I think just about everybody in XFL is Southern or Texas or Vegas. So. I don't know. You looking forward to either or both of them? See how they play out. What you, What do you think, Grimm's? I'm watching all that shit, and I'm watching can, Canadian football, whatever the fuck football on. I watch it. Yeah. Think about this shit. If you go from February, and I'm guessing there's gonna be an overlap in April, so then that ends in June. I'm guessing July. Maybe July is gonna be the only month without football. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. And actually, if I'm right, the USFL actually had their championship at the end of June, maybe into July. So, last season, man, that could be year round fucking football. You're right about that. That's insane.
2: Yeah, because I can't remember when the Canadian Football League is. I think their uh, championships in the summer too, the Grey Cup. I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and man, they used to. I used to watch those games. I I don't see them anymore. I think they were. Uh, they're coming through ESPN on like TSN. It was like ESPN 3, I
3: think. But uh, I don't see them anymore, so I guess that contract expired. But it was pretty cool. Shit was tight uh, to watch because they were one of the first uh, leagues to actually do the uh, in motion, like a Z-back and shit like yeah, that, right?
2: Yeah. 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 They're only three downs, and they got a goal post in the front of the uh, fucking end zone. That's a little weird. But still, it's, uh, still football. Yeah. And we still watch it.
0: Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: you fucking nerdos. We got some fucking nerdo news and a little bit of weird news, too. Woo! So, I know nerds like Blizzard, that uh, game company. So, Blizzard's workplace ranking for employees sounds like hell. And it looks like this place is not a very good place to work, according to this. Maybe, maybe not. A story ran on Bloomberg earlier with the headline, Blizzard Manager Departs in Protest of Employee Ranking System sounds very business-like and maybe something that would land on LinkedIn newsfeed of an HR manager but it's describing stuff that is important because it's saying but I a hell it sounds absolutely dystopian uh, I didn't write this this is uh, by Luke Plunkett so no Easy. and 2021 Blizzard, a unit of Activision Blizzard Incorporated, implemented a process called stack ranking, in which employees are ranked on a bell curve, and managers must give low ratings to a certain percentage of staff, according to people familiar with the change who asked not to be named discussing a private matter. Matches were either mixed up here. Managers were expected to give a poor, developing status to roughly 5% of employees on their teams, which would lower their profit, sharing bonus money and could hamper them from receiving raises or promotions in the future. So,
1: looks like people are pissed. I'd be pissed. And, uh... And and looks like we got another one here with
2: Blizzard. So, don't work for Blizzard, folks. Because... It looks like they be some bitches. I don't play a lot of that shit.
3: I don't play any nerdo games, really, and haven't lately. You no, know, I've never played World of Warcraft in my life. Yeah,
2: that's like nerdo. I'm not saying that in a bad light. I like some nerdo shit, just uh, not a lot of it. Pokemon Fan says US Customs destroyed a $4,000 classic game. The government agency reportedly ruined the A-plus 9.2 graded sealed copy of Pokemon Yellow. An original sealed copy of Pokemon Yellow reportedly worth nearly $4,000 was ruined by U.S. Customs and Border Protection after its seal was not only cracked, but its case broken and in fr- and the front of the box sliced clean off in a <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not, in a display of aggression against collectibles, the owner claims. The Owner goes by the master of unlocking. This is his I don't know alias. Uh,
1: what I mean? Why are you carrying around that shit? I mean, are you carrying? I don't. I don't understand. Uh, you know? Are you? Are you what, what are you doing? Why don't you just ship
2: it somewhere and go? and meet it there or something else man that's just
3: that's weird
2: yeah these pokemon people man i never got into pokemon didn't you like pokemon Wiz?
0: i mean i love pikachu I knew it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i mean it was cool when i first started but i kind of grew out of it a little bit yeah
2: man i never (laughs) that's weird
0: well, oh,
2: if y'all don't know about, like, you know, the Pikachu and, you know, the whole world of, uh, maybe. Yeah, Alright, I gotta know, man. Maybe it's cool
1: or something. <laughs> you
3: remember when that Pokemon Go shit came out and everybody was tripping balls about their phone and walking around and catching the Pokemon? Fight?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like a geocaching game or something. Yeah,
3: some shit. I, I, you know, I was actually in New York City when that shit hit its peak. Went to Central Park one night, and, uh, me and you have actually kicked it up in Central Park. Fucking, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, years ago, um, yeah, man, they, <laughs> I took a solo trip, God, about five years ago now, and, um, yeah, man, kicking it up in Central Park, and everybody, uh, I mean, it was insane. When I say everybody, I mean tons of motherfuckers looking at their phones and doing Pokemon Go shit and running around, and, man, like you said, they eat their own and shit, but, God damn, that was weird.
2: That's some weird shit, but we got some weirder shit and odd news. So, you want to know what's going on? Huh? Well, I'm about to tell you. A company is offering $1,000 to eat cheese before bed.
1: I'm there now.
2: I knew it. Oh, let's, uh, (laughs) this sounds like a good deal. A mattress reviewing website is seeking study participants willing to get paid $1,000 to eat cheese snacks before going to sleep. Sleep Junkie announced it's seeking five dairy dreamers for a study that seeks to address the commonly held belief that consuming cheese or other dairy products before bed leads to nightmares. This was written by Ben Hooper, by the way. Uh, We also want to look at if this is true. Do different cheeses have more of an effect than others? The company post states. Companies post states. The five chosen Dairy Dreamers will be asked to track their sleep and provide written evaluations of their sleep quality, energy level throughout the day, and reports on dreams and nightmares after consuming various cheese products before going to sleep. We're also aware that it isn't just nightmares that can play havoc on a good night's sleep. So we wanted to see if there is a link between these different types of cheese and other symptoms that can leave you feeling unrested. Sleep junkie spokeswoman Jarthy Dorothy Chambers said in the announcement. So the study will last for three months. Applications are being accepted through February the tenth. So Wes, better get that in.
0: I'm out of yeah.
2: That's uh bad, you know, all sure. a bad little payday eating some cheese. You don't are you a
3: cheese guy? I, I, wow, <laughs> I, sounded, <J>. Wiggy. <laughs> I sounded like Wiz there. I was, uh, you know what? Yeah, to a degree. Um, mm, I mean, it's not my favorite thing, but I, I'd get down. I'd get down on some sharp cheddar and shit. Maybe even a charcuterie board. Some lobster or some shit. What do, you, what do you think? I've never even heard. Well, you got a favorite cheese?
2: Oh, I love cheese, man. Like, uh, I just like a, like a basic cheddar. It depends on like what you're doing. Like, you know, I've been trying, I've gotten the, here's what I do with food, I'll get into something like, okay, for a while I was on enchiladas, I had to perfect my enchilada fucking recipe, right? So I'm going through all these enchilada recipes, I'm doing all this shit, fixing like, you know, plenty of enchilada with different shit, and I finally got it down to what I like, but it wasn't, it wasn't like fire, fire, and I never could get it right, right. So I was kind of like, fuck this shit. I got it to a good point, but I'm just going to chill for a little while. And so then I went to the steamed burgers. For some reason, I might have saw it on the internet or something. I got it in my head. I want to perfect the steamed cheeseburger, all right? So I get this fucking dumpling steamer that I actually steamed dumpling in, dumplings in too, which are fucking amazing. I always get just the pork ones or the pork and shrimp chicken. Not too good. Anyway with the dumpling steamer I figured it out I figured it out so the seasonings of course is Worcestershire and then you uh before we get the I get mine already the patties already made because I'm not doing all that shit fuck it I get them made probably 80 20 they're patted up right so I get two of them always do a double because why the fuck are you gonna eat a cheeseburger unless it's a double I don't understand so get to get two of them and then I marinate them. Well, uh, first, I will salt them down with, uh, not salt, but the uh, Hidden Valley seasonings. Oh, yeah. I'll dust it on both sides and then put the patties into the Worcestershire to marinate for, I would say, one to two days. Then, once I get them out, I get the water ready in the steamer. So, I can bottom is the water that uh, you boil because it's going to steam up through the holes in the thingamadoob. And without a parchment paper, because you don't need it. But the, uh, where you put the burger has the holes for the steam to come up, and you get that. And then the top goes on with the holes, right? Ceramic, and then the middle is like a bamboo wood or whatever, or wood. And uh, so, get those, put them in there. And then I put, actually, the top it with pico de gallo, or straight onions, like white onions or yellow onions, right? Top that, and then put it in there for 20 to 24 minutes. And then right about like 30 seconds before, I put three slices of Sargento mild cheddar on there. Oh, man. And then let that sit in there. Then like for maybe another 30 seconds or so, I always get it real melty-like and scoop it up, put it in between the uh, sesame seed bones with Mm. a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard, And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. And then sweet potato chips. I've been hearing lately about white potatoes and these lectins, how they be fucking you up. So now I'm trying to see about these sweet potato chips, but that's what, and actually the sweet potato chips are good. Yeah, They're like, you know, they're not so fucking salty and I'm actually, I'm digging it. They got kind of like an earthy And, man, the sodium is, I sound like a fucking, (laughs) the sodium is, like, (laughs) only 10, like, it's way healthier, dude. Like, I never thought I'd talk like this. But then I look like at a regular bag of fucking tater chips, like 300 to, like, this 10 fucking, like, damn. And it actually tastes pretty decent, so. But I've got that game down. So, the steamed cheeseburger game, I got that shit. Like, that's, that's done. So, I don't know what my next culinary adventure is going to be here folks but we'll keep you posted on that
3: i gotta ask that's that's intense and i fucking love it how long do you last on kind of being uh being stuck on one like when you get on the steam burgers does this like a you know, three week two month you
2: know? uh how- it's just gonna depend on the dish all right so with the enchiladas the thing about them was there, there's too much, like you got chicken, beef, like, oh, yeah, you know, all these different kinds. It's not something
3: you can just throw together when you get home. And
2: well, I mean, it's like, uh, it's a lot of trial and error to where you get that to where it's just like, I was trying to get it to where you, you take a bite and you're like, oh my God, this is, this is it, man. It's exploding with flavor. Like, that's what I wanted. And the same thing with the steamed cheeseburger. I, I wanted to get that to where, Oh, man, I'm biting into it. it's like It's like the essence of burger. It's like beefy, juicy beef and cheese, man. Mm. Like you're just getting that fucking, you know, oh, man, that, that, that beefy, meaty, you know. I mean, that's a fucking the burger. Yeah. With the cheese dripping off and the onions and the freshness. I actually like a little bit of lettuce on my burger. I just don't ever have it to get that uh, the cold, you know, crisp texture to kind of balance it out. I like that. And, uh, but yeah, I've got that down. So we'll see on the next, the next go. I have no idea what I might get into. I've been trying to perfect this chicken Philly. Well, not even perfect it. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to try to cook it because, you know, my favorite uh, Mediterranean spot has this chicken Philly roll. up's fucking insane, Ooh. but I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to reverse engineer this thing. So I think I might have a recipe in play, but, uh, we'll keep y'all posting on that. That's good shit. That, definitely um man that's good stuff you know i love message in a bottle stories right
3: oh fuck who doesn't
2: so message in a bottle found in louisiana the louisiana river after nearly 40 years this one's by ben hooper as well a man sitting on a louisiana river found a nearly 40 year old message in a bottle and was able to contact the author jeremy weir of Coast, Mississippi, said he was sailing on the Pearl River near Bogalusa, Louisiana, when he spotted an old Grosch beer bottle in the water. We brought the bottle home where his wife noticed something inside. She opened the bottle and found a handwritten message from a three-year-old David Blanks. The message, apparently written with the help of Blanks' relatives, was dated June 4, 1983, and included a phone number that turned out to be a landline still used by his parents. Blanks' parents gave Weir his current phone number, and he was able to contact the now adult message author. Blanks talked with relatives who were present when he threw the bottle into the water and learned it had been thrown in near the city of Pearl River, about 35 miles where Weir found it. Weir said he hopes to soon meet with Blanks to return the bottle and message. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of has maybe a, a resolution or two future friends. Oh, uh, so kind of nope. cool. Yeah,
3: that's tight as fuck. It's kind of funny that you throw the message in the fucking bottle and you ultimately just get your bottle back 40 years later in your message. But I guess you make a friend the <laughs> process and shit.
2: There you go. That bottle went on some floating adventures, I guess.
3: Oh, hell, it's the it fucking did some uh, floating. <laughs> Yeah, it, it stayed in Magalista, floating around. Man, it you know what it is? It, it's uh, it's it's the internet. We need to make a list one day of everything the internet has ruined. Because a message in the model, if you found oh, one, yeah. in 1984, and you left your address, you got to write the motherfucker. The letter gets carried. You don't know if you're getting a response. You're waiting by the mailbox yeah. for weeks. All right? Yeah, I, I still love the story. Yeah, but I mean, 40 years passed. This is tight as hell. But now you're just like, oh well book a flight on the internet and we'll meet you and here's your bottle back.
2: <laughs> well, it's not that tight, but it's a message in a bottle story. So you know, we love a no, message in a bottle stories here. And uh, what else?
1: Uh, records. <laughs> hey, I never promised the stories were good, folks. <laughs> it's it's just that's my bitterness against the things the
3: internet has ruined it's ruined no, no, I, t- I
2: totally agree man I totally agree dude I'm, not, I'm just giving you shit over it <laughs> let's see what else we got going over here um m- 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 what so world. I'm gonna do a, as the last story we're gonna have a oh uh, you know what we love to do world record
1: breakers Ooh, love it Oh yeah.
2: Idaho men break blindfolded dice catching record for a third time. A pair well, who is this Ben Hooper again, Jesus. God, damn. A pair of Idaho men may uh, claimed a Guinness World Record this is on YouTube, uh, by the way. A pair of Idaho men claimed a Guinness World Record title for catching dice blindfolded for the third time after a pair of Australian radio hosts twice took the record. David Rush, who has broken more than 200 Guinness World Records to promote STEM education, and his neighbor Jonathan Hollywood Hannon took on the record for most dice caught while blindfolded after previously holding the record twice. Rush said the record was taken both times by radio host Rebecca Jones and Jazeel Anderson of Perth, Australia. The Idaho duo's most recent attempt, which featured Hannon throwing the dice and rush catching with a blindfold over his eyes, ended with 656 dice caught, enough to break Beck and Giselle's record of 433. God damn, yeah. which goes to reinforce these people have way too much time on their hands, folks. So that is the news yeah before we go to break here jay Wiggy, i know we were talking about food do you have anything you're currently you're doing as far as cooking you're trying to perfect
3: do you have a special signature dish oh you know what something special and signature i'm a huge steak guru but you know what i got out this weekend and fucked with i fucked with the air fryer a little bit have you i've been
2: uh you know i've been thinking about
3: getting one man I, i i love it for a lot of shit um I've experimented a little bit this weekend with it played played a couple games with some food in there Um, I'll tell you I don't need a lot of fries and shit like that but I did get a bag this weekend it was just easy get the kids a bag of fucking decently healthy quote-unquote healthy fries not as bad as you're gonna get drenched in oil cooked it man those motherfuckers came out bomb as hell they were great Um, did some steaks in there If you want to set it and forget it kind of thing, I sound like Ron Popil here, but uh, God, ain't nobody remember who the fuck Ron Popill is. Remember that motherfucker? On? I had no idea. You're talking to. the infomercial guy back in the day. Oh, the Ronco guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah.
3: His... Yeah, okay. I know you're talking about. I don't think anybody here even knows what an infomercial is anymore. If you're if you're younger than a uh, forty, but um, they can yeah, look it up on YouTube. They can. They're fucking hilarious, man. But that used to be our late night TV watching, but. Yeah, man, air fryer, uh, I did some steak in it, tried it. I'm not saying it's bad, it was pretty good, but I mean, if you're wanting a juicy ass steak, you, grilling's the way to go. The fries, uh, tried waffle fries, actually some sweet potato ones too before. Man, that shit is really good. Some chicken, really good too. Um, I need to experiment more, but man, air fryer so far, A plus. Love it, you need to get you one.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to. Uh, I always see the Rally fries, uh, and I have some, but I don't have an air fryer, and I'd like to try those. Oh out my as well. god, man! Those season
3: on those Rally fries is the best. You know, how, oh, how, yeah. What the is, what is the seasoning on there? Is it like a I DJ? have no
2: idea? It's uh, my, the style is seasoned fries, but right. I'm not sure. You probably can find it on the internet somewhere, some copycat recipe, but they are amazing, especially when you get them straight from like fucking rallies. man. Oh, Damn,
3: god. Yeah, that shit was tight. I know they they sell them. What uh, yeah, did they say? No, Raleigh's fries. No, it's the Checkers fries, I thought. That's the same thing. Same thing, right? Yeah, same, same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. So you can get those. I see it now Checkers and Raleigh's fries. You can buy them. I wonder what the seasoning is. But so, yeah, my recommendation, and I will look, get an air fryer, experiment with it. Cause, you know, I got to be honest, it came out a lot better than I thought. It's easy. The cleanup on the motherfuckers, really easy, too. Um, Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't gotten down on one yet.
2: Yeah. I just don't have enough space, but I'm going to, I'm going to free up some space. I have a lot of junk in this one corner. I'm just going to clear out and then I do an air fryer there. So I've also want to do some wings, see if I can Mm. get some crispy wings, you know, and uh, that would be a good next investment, my friend. So yeah, we'll keep you guys posted on the cooking. Um, Like I said, the chicken fillet roll up I'm I'm working on and uh, see how that goes. But We will, right now we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back after these messages.
0: What's up? It's me, Lucy B. Talking about Reese's, seafood, and shit. I said Reese's, seafood, and shit. You know Reese's, seafood, and shit. Every Saturday night, we got two for one drink specials. The J-Wiggy on the ones and two starting at 12 a.m. Also, grandmas will be stinging two for one pina coladas at the back bar. So, ladies, come on in, free for you. 18 to get here, 21 to get right. And you know that we got your card all night with jumbo lump crab cakes, bushes any way you want, them. and Alaskan the crab legs. So come on out. This Saturday night and every Saturday night, Reese's, Seafood, and Shit. We got you covered. 661 West Dolomite Avenue at 661 West Dolomite Avenue at West Dolomite! Hi there. My name is Jimmy Ray, formerly of Jimmy Ray and the Fat Deserts. Marital difficulties. Is your spouse acting weird? Yeah.
2: Glad to have you guys back, a little short of the break there. Now, <clears throat> we were talking a minute ago about, you know, food and shit, but we're not doing that anymore because now we're on to what I like to call this segment, you'll see. Hi
0: y'all, this is your well, it's your boy, up on here. Sometimes it's pretty dumb, but uh, sometimes it's not. So, uh, just fucking hang out and see what he's got to say, y'all. Don't be dumb.
2: right alright, alright. So, this is Grant Scribes. You know the deal. What are we talking about today? We're talking about jury duty. We all have to do jury duty, and it sucks shit. First of all, I don't know if it's the same for everyone everywhere, but I had to be there at 8 30. Alright? So, get there around 8.30. It's in this weird auditorium-like place. Uh, you gotta give them your summons, and they tell you to sit down. So you go sit down, and you wait for everybody, all the late motherfuckers, to come in. Even if you're on time, it's like you're sitting there for the next 30 minutes waiting on these people. And it's even longer than that, actually. And... Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. It's 105 fucking degrees in the fucking room. There's vents, but there's like four huge-ass vents. And then like 20 other ones around the whole fucking place. I see vents everywhere. Why the fuck isn't there any air coming out of these goddamn vents? There's a lot of people coming in. And they can't see them. Every seat is not going to be filled because of what? the COVID shit, I'm not going to get into all that, my main thing is I'm saying a lot of people, not a lot of seats, and it's not, it's hot as hell, so what is this doing, this is not helping, so we sit there, we sit there, then the judges come out at mm, maybe 15 minutes after that fat ass carol smitherman fuck you uh you're a fucking idiot and, and they ain't gonna get me again i swear to got next time before this fucking thing i'm putting i got <laughs> i got covid maybe or i get there and they ain't fucking have the lies or the excuse i am gonna say i got a kidney stone coming on y'all ain't gonna fuck me up again right so it's hot as fuck by this point still sitting in this motherfucker the judges go away and they say, More waiting until the clerks come out to call you. And I'm, it's hot as fuck. I mentioned it's hot as fuck. And every window in this motherfucker has a shade on it, except one big one that's down right down my fucking aisle. And the sun is like right on my ass. And I'm about to lose my fucking mind. And so I just had to fucking leave. It's like, it's like fucking almost lunchtime. Well, not really. I just fucking walked the fuck out and went to the fucking parking lot. It's felt great. It's like fucking 40 degrees outside. And it, it, but they didn't call us. They they didn't call us. They act like they was going to call fucking names. Didn't do shit. So I'm like, right, I'm not going back in. I came back and I'm sitting right outside. The fucking whole thing where it's just like, You know it's still cool but it's not it's not hot as fuck out there so finally he calls everybody to fucking lunch and they didn't even call us so we left after that and then did lunch i ate two shitty hot dogs at the fucking place and a, a fucking bottle of water and came back and then by this time we had to do more waiting, but they actually called us. And from there, it still sucked, but it wasn't hot as a fuck. I said, damn near lost my shit. And it was really just because of the hotness. Man, I hate being hot. So fucking hot. Why right, you got to have people hot? I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, one more quick gripe. <laughs> Howard Stern, shut the fuck up. Howard Stern, you were cool in the 90s. I loved you when you had your E show, but you've turned into the woke motherfucker that you made fun of in the 90s. So just fucking go, man. You're
1: done. You got a hot wife. Fucking like, what well, is he worth a few billion by this point. You don't need you this shit. Eat fucking Nobu every day. Enjoy it.
2: Enjoy it. That's Grant's Grapes. Yes.
3: Good grades. Have you Have you had to do Cheery Duty before? Yeah, it's been a long time. I got out of it pretty easy. I think they called me, and true story, I was probably 20, 21. I mean, I was young. And uh, I got up there, man, and I was just being fucking stupid and clowning. Went to one of the rooms, uh, probably the same place you went. I remember it was uncomfortable as fuck down there. And... uh the judge asked me um, to stand up. You know, he he asked everybody that they were doing the selection for to stand up, say your name, whether you're married or single and shit. Yeah, 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 and all that shit. And I said my name, and then I said I'm single and ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, yeah. I, I swear to fucking god. And he kind of looked at me funny. He kind of smirked, but then he's like, "This is not a dating show." <laughs> <laughs> got fucking pissed so yeah it didn't last long man honestly probably the best thing i could have done they could tell i wasn't taking it serious and shit and uh i got the fuck out of there i was down there one day and yeah never got called for anything but um yeah we had a mutual friend of ours who had actually been on a jury i'd need to catch up with him on that story and uh for a couple of days so um i don't know i would hate that that sounds terrible to me
2: Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad, but um, ours, Bob, was like some kind of insurance claim. They um, came and they did like three, it was like two or three before they got me, uh, two or three groups. One was like you know, like 32. The next one was like big, so I think it was a murder case of like 52 people, and then the next one was like 42. I think that was us. Or might have been one after that. But then, you know, they go and fucking whittle us all down. And so... It was like a, it was boy, I had some more shit. I was like a civil claims, like car wreck. Some dude was trying to sue the other dude. So
3: Yeah, I think the one I was uh, in was some tax bullshit. And I mean I don't even like I said, I was twenty fucking one at the time, living at home with my parents again. And um yeah, I mean I they knew, I mean, I I'm not gonna have any relatability to some tax fucking fraud or anything, so uh, you know, it's weird. As much shit as they go down there, you never really hear too much about a lot of people getting jury. It, it happens, but at least in my personal circle, you know, I don't see a lot of motherfuckers getting down on jury duty that much.
2: Yeah, yeah, not a lot of us have. Uh,
3: seems. I, I haven't. Uh-uh. Nope, yep. nope, nope, it, You just seem like it seems like with how much shit they have with insurance and murders. And fucking white collar crime and all this shit. Man, you think like every week you'd be talking to one of your homeboys and be like, Oh, I got in fucking jury duty again. <laughs> but Yeah, I'd never never really hear about it, yep. so that sucks. Um Shit's horrible. Hey well, it's over with now. So they struck us and are struck, you know, struck us and I ain't
2: gotta go back. I was afraid Sweet. they was gonna make my ass go back to the fucking jury pool tomorrow. I was gonna shit. But oh. nope, we're good. Done, done, done. Let's see what old Jarmaine has got to say out in Dodge City.
0: Jarmaine. Hey, what's up? It's Jarmaine from Dodge City. I want to ask y'all, you ever go to Mountaintop
1: making the date? Yeah. I did. Uh, Mountaintop. What is Mountaintop? Oh, Mountaintop Flea Market? Was that... Yeah. Yeah, local, uh little historical flea market up in sand
3: mountain uh in alabama i think it's actually outside of atala yeah it's uh man that's that'd be a good deep dive one weekend some uh flea market stories but yeah it's a they've got a bunch of booths it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere it's a large parcel of land separated into rows and all those rows have little sections on them like one two three abc whatever the fuck it is and you can buy a section for ten dollars and you park your fucking car there and you sell all your stuff out of your car uh, i used to go sell my granddad up there when i was a uh, uh teenager early teenager and, they still uh, do that yeah they still do it we gotta go check it out one weekend hell yeah that'll be cool yeah it's actually not bad uh y- you'll find some hidden gems up there but man i saw one time motherfuckers selling like Sitting on the backseat of his car, trying to draw caricatures of people and shit. I mean, oh hey, man, <laughs> he was make... really, uh, really hustling. <laughs> he ain't making no money. I man. saw somebody selling loose McDonald's toys one time. Oh man, man, they were poor, trying to get that cash. Let's go ahead and
2: go to let's go ahead and go to Matt and Maldo. Oh, fuck you <laughs> I don't fuck with the NBA really but if I was going to I kind of like that dude Luka Doncic yeah. he's kind of a beast And I don't like LeBron fuck him he don't yeah man you know these these I don't know why everybody likes LeBron so much man he's got no personality he's nothing but a big brute I mean if you're fucking 610 and look like that goddamn man why the fuck you know that's pretty much your destiny dude Michael Jordan I don't know there's always that comparison and I know it's kind of like played, but come on, man. Really, this I don't even think there's a comparison, dude, to be honest with you. Duh, duh. MJ all day. What the fuck? I mean, this is such a played discussion. But, you know, they just... The players of now, it just wasn't what it was, man. In the golden era of the NBA, man, you had villains. You had casts of villains. And you had good guys. For example, the Detroit Bad Boys. That was a fucking faction. And you had... Um, <clears throat> Charles Barkley, he was definitely a villain. Michael Jordan was like a good guy, right? Um, I don't really know what the Houston Rockets were. Elijah Ron, the dream, was awesome. And, uh, yeah, and then you had Portland, Portland Trailblazers. I don't really know. I guess they could be villains. You had Clyde the Glide. He was almost like a copycat Jordan that wasn't as good. But still, uh, I mean, they're still, you know, awesome team. Like, they had, like, characters back then. Now, yeah. it's just boring, man. I don't know. I
1: don't it's just
2: boring
3: that. to me. Yeah. I know, mean, yeah. But yeah, it was fun. The nineties, the man. I mean, we're we're really nostalgic on this show. But you're right. It was a, it was total characters on there. Also, some underrated players. You know, I thought Gary Payton, the glove. Oh yeah. Uh, and later, uh, Vince Carter came down, fucking dunk beast. Um, Shack, of course, was always a, uh, you know. Good guy, fun to watch, mm, but mm-hmm. I don't see it anymore. I don't get down. I don't have a team. If I had to get down on a team, I always kind of like the Magic, um, and that was just because I had Shaq back in the day.
2: And then you had the international factor, too, where that came in back then when Yao Ming came in, and he was like the only person that could body up Shaq, you know, when he when he couldn't uh, – he just yep. was hurt all the time. But, he, he man, he went to him. He, he could play with Shaq, man, but uh, he just couldn't stay uh, – couldn't stay healthy man when you're that big you're always fucking up something
3: yeah yeah that's that's a a tough life being that big and basketball is pretty brutal i mean
2: yeah it's not football but i mean especially back in the damn 90s and 80s man they were brutal
3: oh yeah they were they were a lot more physical back then i think um yeah but overall i just don't get into basketball i like playing i suck at it and for being relatively uh, tall i'm I'm, yeah, I've never been good at basketball, but don't watch it.
2: Yeah. Come I'm going to see you. Um, let's see what... Uh, got, uh, Sharon in Lancaster.
0: Sharon from Lancaster, PA here. And uh, I just want to say I love the show and first-time caller, but I wanted to ask you, do you, you guys like Joe Rogan? Yeah, I
2: love Joe Rogan, and, well, wow, what do you guys think of him, and you listen to him? Yes, thank you for calling, and Joe Rogan is, is cool. Yes, we've talked about him several times, fucking hella interesting. Think thing about him is, it's is just, he does this, and he's, he, he just has interesting people on there. That's his thing. It's the whole interview format, he kind of gets right into it with just, really interesting people i think his last
1: one i listened to the whole fucking last one with blue very good so you should listen to that one because yeah fuck. and not all of them like that sometimes i just uh i put one on and kind of like you know
2: listen to a little bit of it and then not really but man that one dude that one i listened to all the way through so
3: yeah He's not afraid to check his guest either. I I really respect that about Rogan. He catches a lot of shit. Anybody with his popularity, how much it Oh, God. He makes a ton Um, of money off that thing. Yeah, He's always funny, too, because he's talked on a couple of shows, and he's, like, trying to be relatable. And guys are, like, talking about expensive shit, and he's kind of like, oh, man, I know it's so expensive. Like... Kind of like he's just one of the guys and, he, and he, he's got that persona and shit. but come on joe you're making fucking millions uh but i respect it man and i'm a huge yeah i liked him since back in the day because he always brought the uh the kind of the undesirable guest on the show like bob lazar the ufo guy and a couple of pilots that you know claim to see you so he kind of went like oh, alex Jones is his straight. friend Oh yeah, man. He, he 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 like gives everybody a platform, and you know he's given Bernie Sanders and you know, uh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. So I respect it, man. He he's very well rounded. Um, I'm a huge BJJ guy as well. He is. I mean, obviously black belt. Um, he gives a lot of fighters, uh, you know, a, a chance to talk about their shit. I think it's interesting as fuck, man, because I don't think you can be bored with the you know, variety of guests he puts on the show. So and he just seems like an overall likable and relatable guy, so
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I've never heard it before. I remember Fear Factor's pretty Man, Fear Factor was the shit actually. I actually remember yeah. that run. He was the best host. I think like fucking Ludacris did it later or somebody, but uh, he was fucking great in that show actually. He has kind of that he every was. man. I remember from news radio, actually, is where I first saw it. news radio. Yeah. He has, he's got that kind of everyman quality that uh, he just seems like he's one of the guys. Actually, he does because that's kind of how he was when he started out. I mean, you know, he got fucking rich and famous, but you know, his roots, man. I mean, that's just kind of like, I don't know, man. I feel like if he was our age, he'd be like, which one of us, you know, one of the dudes, man, talking shit. Yeah.
3: I could see him still being like that. It, he doesn't seem like money and fame has gotten to him. And a lot of that I think is because he's so damn one. I think it's just because he's so grounded with the guest he gets on his show. He, he hasn't gone to just get superstars. I mean, he still gets um, he's kind of like whistleblowers on there and shit. I mean, it's, I think having that variety and knowing where he came from, uh You know, it's kept him relatively grounded. Like I said, he's talked sometimes like he's just one of the guys. Oh man, I I can't afford that shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> have you checked your bank account lately, mother? Oh kid? man, they oh. all do that, man.
2: Even like Paul Feinbaum will do that too, man. Like on his, you know, if you ever listen, he'll act like he yeah. don't make any fucking making like eight million a year or something. So yeah, it's even was you know, in Birmingham, I, he know, was making like four hundred thousand a year. So I mean, come on.
3: Oh yeah, he was always yeah, uh, that
2: show's been around thirty fucking years. I didn't know it was that damn long, but fuck uh, oh, uh, man, I, not Joe Rogan, Paul Feinbell. <laughs> Joe Rogan, <laughs> i think that's been like ten years, but damn, you know, I can't believe that's been that long. Yeah. But man, that's, uh, yeah, man. Joe Rogan found that, and man, he uh, he really he really uh, fucking got something there, man.
3: Yeah, Rogan's a, a good Renaissance man too. Uh, you know, hunter, jujitsu black belt, commentator comedian game show host i don't think that people understand you know how you don't have to be brilliant you know knowing physics and shit like that but just a brilliant personality to pull all that i mean his uh you know he's been commentating ufc for fucking late 90s i think um and then to be a game show host like you said i mean he 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 wasn't a um or a television show host an actor He, he it wasn't just that he was just a host he was a good one and he's a good comedian and he's a good, damn good jujitsu guy. I mean, he's talented in all those areas. So it's uh it's crazy how uh, how how good at just about everything that motherfucker is. Yeah, so I'm I'm, a, I'm fanboying over fanboying over Rogan, but
2: I think well deserved. Yeah, why not? Got to do it. Got to do it sometime. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> do a quick vintage game review, then we're gonna do the AFC NFC picks, and uh, we shall do what we do. So for this vintage game review we got earthworm jim the first one i think they came out with a couple of them actually um yeah yeah, maybe some uh variations one or two but so earthworm jim series of platform games featuring the earthworm named jim who wears a robotic suit and battles the forces of evil the series is noted for its platforming and shooting gameplay surreal humor and edgy art style four games were released in the series Earthworm Jim, Earthworm Jim 2, Earthworm Jim 3D, Earthworm Jim, Menace to the Galaxy. With the first game being released in 1994, the series had lain dormant for almost a decade before Gameloft remade the original game in HD for the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade in 2010. Interplay Interplay announced Earthworm Jim 4
1: in 2008. Little to no information had been surfaced until May 2019. Old school company finding success with the license for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wanted to start their own
2: franchise. Inspired by the success of Sonic the Hedgehog series with Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2, they decided to start the franchise of Earth Jim with this rare approach. Now, the creator, Doug Tanopola. Doug Tenapal, I don't know, simple, simple sketch of an earthworm that he presented to Shiny Entertainment impressed David Perry and the rest of the Shiny, uh, rest of shiny bought the rights to Earthworm Jim from Tenapal and started developing the game. From there, Tenapal would work on the game uh, designs, creating levels, and voicing Earthworm Jim. And uh, Perry and the other programmers created car- other characters and game mechanics. So uh, this game was pretty cool, man. I remember getting it actually for the Super Nintendo. And um, was it this a
3: Super Nintendo game? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Ninety-four.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: Had a bit. Genesis and <laughs> Super, Super
2: Nintendo releases. Had crazy worlds, man. Seven ups, cool spot. Um, this is a two D side scroller, but. It still had some pretty cool shit. It had some villains on it. Psycho, Queen Slug for a butt, Evil the Cat, Bob the Killer, Goldfish, Major Mucus, and Professor Monkey for a head. So this game was very well received on the Genesis and Super Nintendo. It was awarded Best Genesis Game of 94 by EGM and rated the 114th Best Game Made on on a Nintendo System in Nintendo Power's Top 200 Games list. The game was noted for its fluid animation, featuring a hand-drawn style that was unusual for 16-bit releases. A special version of the game, the great Earthworm Jim Race, was broadcast in 1995 for the Sega Channel. Uh, And that sounds dumb, but they did shit like that back in the day. Now, I'm not going to really get into two or the other ones, but they did have aweshoots, two, 3D, Minutes to the Galaxy, and some canceled games. We're talking about the first one That was a cool ass game
3: That was the shit Great game And you mentioned it Obviously talking about the game The side scrolling platform uh, I thought they hit a really good run Kind of mid 90s And Earthworm Jim uh, Probably one of the best in the pack I think Donkey Kong Country uh, uh, Probably could lay claim to that For side scrollers But man I mean this was a fucking awesome game
2: yeah, it's definitely fun. I remember playing the shit out of it, and uh, <clears throat> it I don't know if it necessarily looked like it was going to be that fun, but it was pretty fun. So, uh, basically, that was definitely a good game. It had all the weird, like, I remember the jumping around with the controls, um, and just it's just a lot of fun, uh,
1: uh playing that as a kid. Uh, just one of those. nostalgia factor but back for back then pretty detailed graphics
2: the platforming and some funny shit too like the wacky humor was cool and uh, i think just uh, everything working together you know because a fucking earthworm like, who the fuck thinks of that for a fucking video game like what the fuck but like it it worked so yeah, yeah. so they definitely did a good job on that i'm gonna give this one that's four out of five farts baby <laughs>
3: beautiful <laughs> well, well well fucking deserved uh taking the earthworm and uh tin nepal or whatever his name was a simple sketch and he sold the rights we need to start sketching Man. this week and uh holler yeah hollering at a bunch of video game uh companies and telling to buy our rights we can make up some shit if earthworm jim can be start with a sketch on a cocktail napkin and he made a ton of money off of it then guess what we can come up with some bullshit. Oh, man. Make some- Hell, yeah. That's how
2: it goes. That's all, all that shit goes, man.
3: Always got to yeah, yeah. start
2: from somewhere. So, yeah. That was a void of We're going to go ahead and get into these NFL picks, man.
0: Out. All
2: right. So, man, this weekend, Dallas being Dallas, you know, that shit. Fucking... We pretty much could have called it, except for by oh, well, nah, I could have went either way. Do you have the rundown of the last week's shit? I do.
3: Yep, 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 yep. And Grant, you and I tied three out of four, 75 percent on our picks. Ooh. So we should had a pretty solid run. Shoulda should've laid some bets on those. Wis comes up with a
0: quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just how it yeah. is sometimes. You win them, you lose them. You know, what's we'll well, That is very
2: true. So, as we were saying, man, Brock Purdy looking pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, But he was looking damn good. Fucking a rookie of the seventh round, man. Wow. Can't. I mean, this dude, San Francisco, man. First of all, I don't think Trey Lance is that damn good. Maybe, I am wrong second of all jimmy g damn i mean i'm not gonna be like totally uh i kind of felt like he might get hurt he does get hurt it's the nfl man you really can't blame it on him per se but he gets hurt a lot it's kind of like man probably gonna happen but then this brock party man and then their defense is really fucking crazy and so uh you know please you know like dallas just they're being dallas man the D is good, but that offense, man, I don't know. It's just, it's just they can't get it done. But man, San Francisco is too good, man. I feel like it's almost like people are not, you know, you know, talking about them enough for how fucking good they are, right? So.
3: Yeah, Brock Purdy was good at uh, Iowa State. Iowa State's kind of one of my uh, secondary teams I like to watch. I kind of got into the Cyclones past couple of years watching their shit. He was entertaining as hell there. But um, who would have fucking thunk it? I mean, holy shit.
2: Yeah, man, that's how it goes. Um, Jones looking great, man. Um, so let's go ahead and get into these picks, man. Uh, San Fran
3: at Philadelphia, NFC Championship. What do you think? nfc i've got to go with hertz on this one i'm gonna go with philly. philly
2: man this is a hard one tough because jalen's gotten a lot better man and oh man god yeah this is a hard one i'm gonna go philly i'm
0: gonna say a friend yeah i love to make our wins I think he's going to get a job somewhere, and I want to see him get, get, him, get him a sheet. A championship. A championship, and then a, and then a, and then a uh, uh, somewhere. <laughs> a
2: <gym>. Okay, cool. <laughs> All
1: right, let's uh, go and get into this Cincinnati at Kansas City. Who's
3: Probably one of my most consistent, but I'm going to go Cincy on this one. I'm
2: going Sensi, man. They fucked me up last one.
0: You know I love Joey B, motherfuckers. Sensi.
2: All right, I got picks
0: in, baby. So, uh, that's it.
2: Well, not it. The that's next it. one is the big dance, and we'll get into a Super Bowl breakdown once we have those picks done. So, yes, we will do that. Wiggy, what's going on this week, man? Got a big week planned out.
3: Ah, you know, got a lot of work and little travel on. this week. <laughs> you got that already? little meal prep? I thought about that for a second. You know, when we were talking about the air fryer, you know, I, I, I wanted to get down on chicken wings. I'm going to do it. I'm going to grab some chicken wings, try them in the air fryer this weekend. Oh, yeah. Get those crispy ass. I like them crispy. Wait, wait what say you on the chicken wing? they like the gotta wings? They've got to be
2: crispy, man. I don't like them unless they're crispy. Oh. I get my oh, sauce okay. on the side. I order wings at a bar. I'm them all like the Extra crispy, no hot sauce on the wings. Put it on the side because that
3: to air fryer I got a little traveling this week for the nine to five but uh once that's done I got a three-day weekend I actually took Monday off and uh yeah I'm looking forward to it frying up the air fryer mm. you know I might get one and uh I'll shoot a hammer or so damn whisk. yeah well shit I'm
2: about
0: to go to uh to bed maybe I've been I'm kind of tired or well, I might who okay,
1: can okay,
2: okay, yeah I'm male. alright we are some man two crook two crook so um while y'all have a great week subscribe hit the subscribe button hit the follow button hit all them buttons check out the old episodes too funny as shit parting shots
3: wig appreciate the love from you guys the past couple weeks we've had all, a lot of guys calling in a lot more callers a lot more activity in the chat like the man says check like subscribe go back check out the old shit and stay with us for the new and have a great week have a great week weekend come
2: back here monday 9 30 we love you see you next time. Peace.